This isn't your father's podcast. This is TF Wire, Transformers Week in Review, Episode 28, recorded February 19th, 2006. Welcome to TF Wire. I am your host, Jesse, slash Matrix Prime, and on this week's show, I'm joined by Awa64. Nice to be here. And Pirated TV Pro. I'm going to be playing the part of D-Buster tonight. So. <laughs> and next week he'll be if playing, you're gonna be my playing part. the part of D- If you're going to be playing the part oh, wait, of D-Buster, oh, right. where the heck's the... That was, uh... Ah, that's better. Red that alert. Was... Woo, woo. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, Invisible Prime. It was his transformation sound chip. So. <laughs> all right, cool. So, what have we all been up to this week? Because uh, we know all of our listeners really care about our personal lives. I've been heavy working, heavy, heavy working since uh, the bigwigs came into town last week. So, I've mm. definitely been busy. Well, I'm glad you got time off to chill with us for an hour. I try. You know what? I'm, I'm not able <laughs> yep. to eat, but uh, it's worth oh. it to be able to record the podcast. That's cool. I have an interesting story from Friday. Uh-oh. My uh, dad and my stepmom actually got a dog recently. Yeah, we've had it for about, I don't know, four months. It's theoretically trained, not quite. And anyway, he is pretty <laughs> rowdy. Anyway, on Friday, uh, my dad left out some uh, money for me to order a pizza for me and my friends who were coming over, and... Uh, the dog ate the money? Yeah, the dog jumped up on the table and ate the money. Because my dad was, uh, had the precognitions to actually leave two dog treats on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> so didn't, did you have to, like, give the dog X-lax and, like, wait for him to poop and then... No, he ate half the thing. Oh. I found the other half of the bill. Well, you know, if it's, if it was still over half of it, they have to legally take it. Yeah, no, we actually have both serial numbers, so we'll be able to pull that off. But anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so when the pizza guy gets here, I'm searching through the house because I have no idea where it is. I didn't know which counter he put it on. So I'm searching through every room in the house trying to find it. I end up inviting the pizza guy into the house so he doesn't freeze his ass off outside. And then I'm searching, and I finally find it sitting on the floor in pieces I come up, try to put it together, and I can't. So he says, well, I really can't take that. So I end up having to call my dad on his cell phone and get him to read his cell f- to read his credit card number off to me over the phone. Then I slip the guy the credit card number, he processes that when he gets back, and I get the pizza finally. Sounds, uh... God, that was sucks. So, so what's, what's the temperature where you guys are? I'm in the middle of Ohio. It was, like, freezing. Yesterday and today it was, it's pretty comfortable. It was yeah, it's messed up. It was zero here yesterday. It's a balmy <laughs> uh, sixty-five degrees here in Florida. You lucky bastard. <laughs> yeah. All right, so on to our uh, big news. Yes. Yes. Let's move on to the big news. Drum roll, please. Hot topic in conjunction with TF Wire wants to turn your ideas into brand new Transformers T-shirts. 
with the up-and-coming live-action Transformers movie set to debut next summer. And with the lack of Transformers apparel currently in stores, Hot Topic thought this would be the perfect opportunity to get this information out there, and we're very glad they selected us to help them do that. So what exactly are they looking for from you? Well, they're primarily looking for funny or interesting quotes from Generation 1. However, they will also take submissions for your ideas about Transformers graphics and artwork you'd like to see on shirts, and they will also take submissions for a combination of the two, both graphics and quotes. So get those creative juices flowing, and when you have an idea, shoot an email over to tfshirts, that's T-F-S-H-I-R-T-S, at gmail.com. Now, just a legal notice here, any and all submissions become the property of Hot Topic, which in layman's terms means that by submitting your idea, you relinquish any and all rights to it. Now, this isn't a competition, so you can submit as many ideas as you'd like, and hopefully we will see some of these ideas and designs in stores in the very near future. And if you missed everything I just said, get your head out of your ass and rewind the podcast, or head over to tfwire.com and click on the Hot Topic button at the top of the website, and you can get all the information I just told you about. So there you have it, our big news (laughs) for the week. Didn't that really live up to the hype? Wasn't it? So, hey, that, that, uh, that thread just actually got out of control. it is pretty cool. Yeah, the thread that we had hyping <laughs> on the AllSpark kind of got out of control. Everyone, there were hookers everywhere and so many were, illegal drugs. Everyone was assuming that we were going to start doing uh, video for some reason. That was that was the big. Even though you're yeah. in Ohio, Matrix is in Michigan, <laughs> Debuster's in Philadelphia, and I am in uh, Florida. So we're gonna have like what a, a four split screen. Yeah, it would look like the frickin' Brady Bunch. But seriously, yeah. we, we were all really excited when we got uh, yeah. the email from Joe from Hot Topic letting us know that he uh, wanted to involve the fans and us in this, uh, not competition, not contest, but a way to really involve us with Transformers merchandising. So Yeah, it's a great opportunity, and I'm really looking forward to seeing everyone's ideas about this. This should be really <laughs> cool. Get them in is, I mean, we're not going to be doing a cutoff date or anything, but next week I think we are planning on reading some of them off on the show, the ones that seem to be interesting, so more power to you. So Matrix, what's the the email address they should send those to? It's tfshirts, T-F-S-H-I-R-T-S, at gmail.com. So get them in. They They can be graphics if you want, they can be text, right? I mean, we'll take anything basically, right? Yep. yep, we'll take it and use it for our own purposes. Well, Hot Topic will take and, it and use it for their own purposes. Well, yeah. yeah. So, I've got a couple ideas that I'm going to uh, throw in, even though, you know, since it's not a contest... I thought you said you didn't have any ideas before the show, and that's why you were glad we weren't doing it until after this but show. That... Did I or did I not tell you <laughs> one of my ideas? Huh? See? Yeah, true. You told us one of the ideas, and then we had ideas too, which... If they don't get replicated by other people sending them in, we'll probably share those ideas on next week's show as well. Yeah, but this is a great way for fans to really get involved in something that, you know, you could eventually see on shelves. Like, you could see people walking around with a t-shirt that you thought up the idea for, which I think is just really Really cool. (laughs) Yes. All right, so, news stories for the week. Yes, on to the news. First news. First news story, more Transformers movie info surfaces. Appearing in a post on the Don Murphy forums, Don says that the director of photography as well as the casting director have both been hired. He emphasizes that there's no official green light in the movie yet, but with these hires, things are looking really good. In other news, in a post on his website, Michael Bay says, 
that they that the prep for the movie is going well. He also says that he wants to take a break from all the voice actor talk. He says he has heard everyone and is thinking about it. And in one last last piece of Transformers movie news, Robert Orsi, or Rob, Roberto Orsi, another producer for the movie, says that Soundwave will not be a helicopter. And one thing you missed, Matrix, a few hours ago, Don Murphy put another thing on his website saying that they were looking at figuring out when they were going to start shooting for the show. Movie. Sorry. <laughs> and they were thinking they're looking at a March day. Not March, May day. May. May. May day. God, I'm sucking at this stuff. <laughs> anyway. Next news item. Broad Blast and G2 Battle Convoy are delayed in Japan. A rumor of delay from earlier in the week and past weeks has been confirmed by Tformers.com. Broad Blast will now be released on March 30th instead of February 23rd. G2 Laser Prime will now be released on March 16th rather than March 9th. So not that Sorry long for the inconvenience. What was that? Matrix. Said, so not that long of a delay. That's only just like, what, a month? And a couple days on one of them? So. Yeah. Mm. Alright. Okay, story number three. Universe Constructicons get a release date. Mouth of the Allspark has obtained information about the pending release of the Universe Constructicons, which are Target exclusives. The figures are part of the Target Value End Cap, which is a set date of March 19th. The End Cap will also include a Deluxe 2 pack as well as a Voyager Value pack, but it's not clear at this point which figures will appear in these packs. Next story New Beast Wars figures show up at the TF Club shop. Wave 2, which consists of Rat Trap, Dinobot, and Predacon Tarantulas are now being sold at the TF Collectors Club's online shop. They're selling at a club member price of $14.99 and a non-member price of $20.99. Okay, next story. Beast Wars Reborn Optimus Primal and Megatron set released in Japan. This Japanese version of the 10th anniversary set of Beast Wars includes show-accurate Optimus Primal and Megatron figures, and also includes a CD which contains a story introduction, an episode guide, a toy line guide, desktop wallpapers, and concept artwork. As well as a mysterious shadow of who are these of what appears to be the American 20th anniversary Megatron and Optimus Primal toys. Yes. Pictures can be found at fan2fan.jp. And final and second to last story for the week, Scourge the Tracker. That's important, people. The Tracker is coming to a shelf near you. First four figures will be releasing a statue of Generation 1 Scourge sometime in the fall of this year. The figure is pre-listed at a price of $79.99, and 3D model pictures can be seen at Action Figure Express. And actually, finally, it looks <laughs> like uh, T-Formers, uh, one of their reporters, Primal Convoy, who is covering the uh, Wonderfest Japan Winter Convention, has some news, as well as pictures of uh, THS-02 G1 Convoy. That's the tiny little masterpiece-looking convoy. Uh, and they've got a gallery up at T-Formers, so check them out. Yes. So what was the big uh, news story for you guys this week? Which one of the, the things was the most interesting? Mm, probably the movie news, but we're going to be talking about that in a second, so... Yeah. yeah. And uh, I thought the Beast Wars Reborn Optimus Primal Megatron set being released was pretty cool, only because uh, we got some new Remy picks from it. Remy. 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 <laughs> we, we, we really need to get confirmation on how you say his name, because every single time we're like, uh, Remy? 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 Yeah, so. No, it's only me that ends up doing that. You guys are generally <laughs> we just, not calling attention to yourselves on potentially screwing yeah, it up. Yeah, we just point and, point and laugh. So what do you think yeah. about the the hybrid-style Optimus Prime? He's, uh looks really nice, but he carries a hefty price point. It's pretty pricey, especially considering these things are tiny. Yeah. And on the other hand, seeing it in color makes it look a lot better. And while the... Uh, thing doesn't look that great as a truck on its own. The trailer really helps to sell it as a truck. What, yeah. What is the pre-order price on this? I haven't looked at looked it's online. It's right around 
I think forty four ninety nine plus plus shipping is that that right? It's somewhere around there. But it comes with a stand, and I mean for such a small figure that has such amazing articulation, I, I'm and accessories. Yeah. It comes with what an energy axe and side swipes rocket pack. Roller, little roller, roller, roller. Yeah, roller. My favorite <laughs> thing from G one. Oh yeah, and it comes with that gas gun thingy too. Yeah, he looks he looks really good. I just. I don't know if I'll, I'm willing to spend fifty dollars on something that size. I mean, I'm I'm es- extremely tempted, very very tempted, but I don't know whether or not that's that's worth it to me. I'll probably pick it up. I mean, I got I my think, Pepsi convoy, so. Yeah, I don't know if if I was at a con and I saw it and I had the money, I probably would. But I don't know if I would order it, um, and you know, pay ahead and pre-order. I, I ugh, it's it's close, but. <laughs> You'd buy it on impulse, but yes, not if you thought about that, it. That's that's. I think that's what it is. That if I had to think about it, I'd probably wouldn't. But if it was there and I saw it and I saw how pretty it looked and it was calling my name, it's like, <laughs> okay, baby, you're coming home with me. Pro, pro. We haven't seen in package pictures of this yet, have we? <laughs> I don't think so. We've seen we've seen packaging for it, but we haven't seen the in package pictures. So, how could you? The Japanese toys traditionally come in boxes without windows. Yeah. So. My Pepsi um, convoy so has a impact, That's a G1 reissue. Pepsi the more recent ones, and <laughs> the collector type ones, tend to be the uh, ones without windows. And I mean, the only way you could have an inbox picture of it would be if you uh, had an empty box and a filled box on two scales or something like that. <laughs> and they showed the one on the right is heavier than the one on the left. So what do you guys think about the Universe Constructicons? Are you going to pass on these? I, you know, I, I'm probably going to be picking them up just because I like the mold so much, but... I know I'm going to be picking them up. It, Had, weren't, aren't the price tags a bit cheaper than the 19.99? Were they 16.99 yeah, or something? Yeah, 16.99 hmm. I believe is what was being posted. Was it just the Universe Constructicons, or was it also the uh, other things that we were seeing coming out for the uh, end of Universe? I don't like the uh, Japanese Cyber Shark thingy or whatever. I forget which ones they were, and just basically the four toys that are the end of the universe that we've had one hell of a time seeing it out. Repugnus yeah. and... Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Repugnus don't know. and... What the other one? But what about the uh, Beast Wars Reborn Optimus Primal? I tell you, I, I would probably get these if it weren't for the fact that we were getting the 20th anniversary toys over here. What about you guys? Yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> constipated over there? Nope. Um, I, I like them. I'm probably not gonna pick them up. I'll just yeah, stick with the American line. Yeah, I think that's what I'm gonna do too. Uh, from toy, the toy for picks, you know, I, I, the toys look good enough. So it, it would be nice to have, you know, a straight up smaller versions of the the older toys. But it's the 20th line and everything. I have a feeling I'm gonna be spending a lot of money. So I am going to abstain from from importing for a while. Okay. I mean, unless I unless I can find it online for real cheap. Which I'm probably not going to, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to pass on this. All right. All right. Does that do it for the news discussion, do you guys think? I think so. That's it, right. does it. All right, so our discussion topic for the week. Uh, there's been lots of talk with the movie and all the news that we've been getting recently about voices for the movie, whether or not the original voices of Optimus Prime and Megatron should be doing the voices for the movie, whether or not... Uh, there should be newcomers or celebrity voice actors. So, what do you guys think? Which way uh, do you lean towards? Do you think that we need to have the original or, or you know, someone who voiced Primal as Optimus Prime? Or do you think that we can go with 
new people or where do you stand on the voice actor bandwagon? Who's going don't first? Everyone, don't everyone talk <laughs> at once. Okay, as far as celeb- there's no way we're going to get the original G1 voice cast for everyone. Anybody thinking that we might or we should is probably deluding themselves. I agree. I I, and, I really uh, doubt that 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 will get them number one because they want to do it, or number two because the directors want to do it. I I really feel like they're yeah. trying to set up their own mythology, and that yeah. that they'll go with their own guys. And I think in the post by um um yeah Michael Bay, he was kind of alluding to the fact that we're not really going to get the original yeah, voice when, actors when he said give it a break. Yeah. It's like, come on, guys. I, I, yeah. I really feel like he's going to want to make his own movie and tying it to, well, it would be nice for fans, I just don't think it's going to make that big a deal. No. The one voice that I could see them even really considering going back to the original is uh, Peter Cullen's voice as Optimus Prime. Gary Chalk's been the voice for about... Well, Gary Chalk and uh, David Kay have been doing the voices for so long yeah. that a lot of people recognize them, but the original Peter Cullen voice is, I don't know, arguably iconic. I could see them going with the Cullen voice. I could see them going with something completely different. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure that the problem that they're having is they, they're going to need some name recognition, and since most, yeah. of the, uh, most of the characters we're going to see are going to be computer-generated or, you know, practical effects, then they're going to have to be doing something to get people's in their seat. I mean, Transformers will do a good enough job to start that off, but then they're going to need name brand recognition after that. There's only yeah, so many humans you can have. Well, they might slap on, like, Steven Spielberg's Transformers right. or something like that on the name. Right. Or they could go celebrity voice actors, although I'm not sure how... As far as celebrity voice actors go, I'd love to hear something like, and William H. Macy is... <laughs> I just don't know. I mean, there's good voice casting that's happened, and then there's, like, some of the most recent Disney voice casting, where it seems like they were just casting people and then kind of created the characters around them. If they can find voices that yeah. fit the characters, then it'll work. I mean, it's it's just, you really have to be very cl- close about that. And it says that they, they picked up a casting director this past week, so, you know, I don't know if we'll... Should be hearing more about it soon, if just more fans whispering about, oh my god, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. But yeah. Tom Hanks is Optimus Prime? <laughs> no, George Clooney. Oh, George Clooney that's is right, Optimus George Clooney. Prime. See, I wouldn't mind George Clooney. I don't know why everyone was in such a horrible uproar. I, I, I actually think that that would be a really good name. It would draw people into the seats, and that he has a he has a pretty yeah. good, a, you know, very authoritative Optimus Prime kind of voice. I I see nothing wrong like that with that, as long as he doesn't, like, yeah. add a bad southern twang to it or something. <laughs> I think whoever they choose, it'll probably be a good choice. And I'm hoping we get surprised by who we get chosen. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting. But... What kind of voice do you think they're going to go with for Megatron? I don't know, because uh, we've we've seen Megatron in a couple different ways. There's the... Starscream! Kind of voice, and then... There's the whole Frank Welker 80s rasp. Yeah, and then there was the Megatron that we've had through Beast Wars and since then, where it's much more... Yes... <laughs> and much more Theatrical. kind of yeah British slash omni fetishist yeah it, it, I I don't know which way they could go I mean it depends on I I think it really depends on how he's written in the script and and how the yeah. the character interprets that I mean you could really go tons of different ways and I mean they might be writing you know Megatron in a way that the the original voice actors wouldn't be proper for it, the voice anymore so they could go some completely different way with Megatron yeah so I mean. 
I guess what it all comes down to, right, is that we have to leave it up to the casting director and the people who are doing the movie. No matter what the fans <laughs> say, it's all going to come down to them one way or another. There's one thing I can guarantee you, people. Frank Welker will be in the voice cast. <laughs> yeah, in some way, even if he's... <laughs> if only because he does every animal voiceover ever. Yeah, the Transformers drive past a sheep. <laughs> 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 Frank Walker's immediately. Yeah. All right, so I think that that, uh, that wraps up that discussion topic. So, uh, l- yep. listener questions in Matrix. Okay, listener questions. Let's do listener questions. This one comes from Joe, and really, we've gotten a whole bunch of questions or a whole bunch of submissions. What am I saying? I don't know. We've gotten a bunch of mail. <laughs> yeah, we've gotten this question from a bunch of different people. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. But uh, this one spe- is specifically from Joe. He's, he asks, or says, I was just curious how you guys got together and came up with the idea to do a Transformers podcast. How did you guys meet? Have you guys ever met in person? So, uh, Matrix, I think you should take <coughs> this. How, okay. how, how, how did you get, you get us together to do a podcast? Well, last spring, um, I found a podcast called Twit, This Week in Tech. It was um, done by a bunch of people from the old Tech TV network. And it covered, well... All of these alumni of the screensavers. Yes, and it covered just what it says, all the weekly top tech, technology news. Yep. And then a few months later, I found uh, another podcast called Dignation. Dignation. Which covers all the top, or some of the top news on uh, dig.com. <laughs> <laughs> they do that all the time as well. Yeah. They're also drunk all the time. Yeah. Which I am right now. So Awesome. So I kind of like the idea of this podcast thing, and yeah. ever since I started um, tfrollout.com, I wanted to find a some project where I could um, work with other Transformer fans, and I thought maybe this would be the perfect opportunity to do it. So I went to the AllSpark and put out a, a call for a few different people that wanted to maybe host the show with me, and I think I got five or six different responses, and well, I selected you guys. Yeah, I think we, we're, yeah, we're the, the only ones who actually showed up. <laughs> yeah, at the time we were actually at the time I was actually thinking, okay, I want to do a podcast of hearing these the guys from this week in tech and the guys from Dignation doing it. It seems easy enough, but what the hell would I talk about? I know enough about Transformers, but me talking by myself is boring as hell. <laughs> yeah, look at episode <laughs> one of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when Matrix is all alone saying, yeah, so this is a podcast, and it's about Transformers, I'm just kind of by myself, so uh, not yeah, really it was anything's a, going on. Yeah, it was more of a technology proof of concept than anything. Yeah. But, uh, but then we got together, and we yeah. started using Skype and recording, and uh, it's turned out pretty well for the us. The rest is Transformers history. Indeed. And as far as Internet, we know, we have not met in person. No, no, we have... We've heard each other on the real telephone system before, one time or another, when we had to bitch slap <laughs> one of the guys onto actually getting into the podcast, but... Yeah, I've, I've gotten called by D-Buster a couple times. Hey, this is D-Buster, yeah. where the hell are you? I don't know, did, did any of you guys go to Botcano too? Maybe I saw you there. No, no, no. No, okay. but, but hopefully, maybe, maybe in the future, yeah. <laughs> if things work out, we might be able to do a meetup and do a live podcast wink, from somewhere wink. like BotCon. Yes, yes, hopefully. Wink, wink. <laughs> so, uh, yes, and so on to the next listener question. Okay, listener question two. This one comes from Ben. Which toy has the deadliest projectile? Now, okay, in in his mail he says pointy, but I have actually gotten shot in the eye and been in pain. <laughs> From Optimal Optimus's little clear 
projectiles. I was, I was messing around with it, trying to figure out... Uh, I think it was the first day I got them, trying to figure out how the hell you launch them. Of course, I'm looking for the button, accidentally press it, it launches into my <laughs> eye, and I, I was literally, like, tearing up. Because it, it got me right in the eye, and it did not feel good at all. I, I don't know if they're, any, if they're really pointy, but... Which one is the deadliest? Nah, they can't do pointy for safety reasons. Yeah. However, I have to disagree on which one is the deadliest. It's definitely Robots in Disguise Ultra Magnus. <laughs> that thing has a frickin' hair trigger and launches like halfway across the yeah, room. Yeah, that one does go pretty far. I've been hit more times with that than I care to remember. I'm, I'm probably gonna have to go with that one too. That's the only one I can think of, think of off the top of my head. So yeah, unless, of course, we want to go to the Star Saber, which... Or any of the roleplay toys, which would kind of just be poking the eye, too. Yeah. Alright. So, projectiles. I, I don't care for them. What do you guys think? When uh, If they're on a toy, is that a selling point to you? Not to me. No. No. Projectile weapons have never been a selling point for uh, me. See, I remember when, uh, when the G.I. Joes first started using them, like the very first time, I thought they were the coolest thing in the world. But since then, they've become so overused, and I mean, just about every toy line has... Ooh, look at the... Hey, press a button and it fires across the room. It's amazing. It's just... I would not mind if they were molded directly into the thing. Yeah. yeah. Or if the handheld weapons didn't even have them and were just molded to look cool. I mean, since I'm just a collector anyways, and I just... They're just displayed on a shelf. I don't care whether they fire or not. Yeah, I... Oh, when I was like... All of, all of my missiles I just keep in a bag. I don't even put them on the toy. They're just sitting in a bag with all the other missiles that came from all the other toys, so... Yeah. Going back to when I was a kid, they even ticked me off because I'd always end up firing them and losing them under the couch cushions or whatever and having to search for yeah, them. Yeah, that's what's even worse. Because I was just OCD enough to <laughs> not be willing to lose them. All right, so, final. Yes, final question. This one comes from Tribler. He says, Armada, Energon or Cybertron, which concept did you like better? Minicons, power linking, or cyber keys? I'm going, that's a, I'm going to say definitely cyber keys. Eh, that's a complicated question. Minicons and power linking were not new concepts. No. As far as it went, I think minicons is a better concept than power linking, just oh. because of uh, the idea for how it was set up and power suck. linking was limited between stuff. On the other <laughs> hand, as far as execution goes, the cyber keys were better than either of them, and while the minicons have stayed around, the way they were executed in Armada wasn't particularly good, and power linking was just kind of middle of the road. I thought the Energon weapons from Energon were actually a much more interesting concept than any of them, though. I'll agree with that. I, I, re I actually like the Energon weapons, but I, I hated the power linking. That's why most of the only toys I bought were the Omnicons from, from Energon, because they had the, the neat little weapons, and I didn't have to worry about power linking, so... See, yeah, I thought the power linking was fun. See, though. out of these three, well, I don't really like any of them, but yeah, I gotta go with what, power. I gotta go like with power linking for the best one. Choosing the the poop who stink smells the least. Yeah, because I mean, with the mini cons and the cyber keys, you could have just had a button on the figure that does the exact same thing. That's true. At least with the mini cons, because they were also a tiny transforming robot that had to integrate into it, kind of took a bit of the uh, engineering and basically moving parts away from the uh, toys, which did kind of hurt with the execution a little bit. Yeah, I think the, the, the thing that really ruined the Minicons for me was the first wave that came out, and you had Hotshot and Cyclonus, which were just like, as far as toys go, I mean, they were barely playable. Like, 
because of their their stupid minicon linking and everything it just uh, they were so horrible the only one that I, I actually liked was demolisher where where the minicon could look like part of the vehicle mode and you could kind of hide them a bit i just uh i couldn't stand it so <laughs> so is 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 that it that, that, that that's it that that that's that, 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 that that's all I got. That's it. All right. Well, Unless you guys got anything else? Uh, I I got Sunstreaker. Did, did any of you guys pick him up yet? Yes, I have him. He's still in the box. I, I like him a lot. I've got him set up back-to-back with uh with Sideswipe, and uh, I I really like it. The, the one thing I might have changed just a little bit, and I'm not going to say much about him since just about everyone has Sideswipe by now, is I wish they would have just maybe his mouth slightly remolded and the eyes maybe just a little bit so he looked a little bit less like Dead End. Uh, but other than that, he looks really good. I, I really like the fact that, that he's just slightly different from some Sideswipe. Um, I got the Scion and, and uh, yeah, what else? Prowl, I'm trying to think. I just yeah. picked up Ricochet yesterday. Oh, you did? What do you think it's, of his lifeguard nose? Well, it's, it's still in the box, too, so... Uh, so... <laughs> Anyways, so this has uh, been TF Wire for the week of what is this week? The 18th, the 19th, the 19th of February. Yeah, the week the of the 19th. No, it's the 19th. Is it? Saturday. Yeah. Uh, my girlfriend. No. My girlfriend's birthday was. So I. So you're telling me I have to re-record the intro because I said February 20th? Not if you release it tomorrow. Well, <laughs> then you're gonna have to re-record. <laughs> All right, so before we leave, a real quick shout-out. My girlfriend's birthday was this past uh, past uh, Tuesday, which was Valentine's Day. So happy birthday, Rachel. And my parents are probably listening. So Woo! there was no cursing this time. So I'm happy about that. So Except I said, get your head out of your ass. Oh, well, then you just did it again. Thanks a lot. So <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> this has been TFWire for February 19th, 2005. This is Pirated TV Pro. Oh, 2006. <laughs> we can't get anything right here. Whoa. Pirate TV Pro signing off. <laughs> and this is Matrix Prime out.